Hi, everybody. Before we get into this episode, I had to let you know, like I'm literally bursting at the seams, that on March 13th, Scouts Agency is launching something major. We have been working on this for months, all with the intention to serve your business expansion and catapult your brand awareness. Now, If you want to have first access at our early bird pricing plus access to bonuses, sign up on our waitlist at scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. There will be limited spots available, so if you've been ready to go from the plateaued business owner to the visible visionary, you're going to want first access. Again, that's scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. S-C-O-U-T-S-A-G-E-N-C-Y dot com slash waitlist to sign up for first access. I'm bursting at the seams and I know I have to keep this a secret for just a couple weeks longer, so cannot wait. Okay, let's get into the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is Scout, your host. Um, I have some good news today. Well, I hope you guys find it good news. Um, So if you've been listening to this podcast um, for a little bit now, you know that I don't publish episodes uh, consecutively on a specific day. It's kind of just when I feel like hopping on the mic. But I have had a change of heart. Um, It has been kind of weighing on my mind, in my heart, on my soul, that giving more attention and recording more episodes for Scout Podcast is something that I really, really want to prioritize. And I have said that to myself numerous times. I think I have even said it on the podcast a few times. Um, But without that accountability, without that structure, uh, I find that amongst my to-do list of running Scouts Agency and uh, really delving into OKSIS podcast, um, writing my book, uh, cooking dinner, being with my family, uh, recording for this podcast kind of gets down the totem pole. Um, And I... I started the podcast really just to create a space for me to kind of have like this almost audio diary or to put the things that I've learned through my healing journey or through my entrepreneurial journey and kind of outline them and create episodes around them to kind of categorize and touch upon the things that I've learned, hoping that people find solace in my tips, in my journey, um, you know, living with bipolar disorder and general anxiety disorder. And so that was really the impetus uh, for starting this podcast. But I, I didn't in the beginning want to have this be another business, have this be another side project. Um, I wanted it to be personal in that sense, like a, like an audio diary. I wanted it just to be a space for me that I also publicly post um, online for everyone to listen to. Um, but in that kind of mission or um, what's the word when intention of having it be for me, that caused me to be a little bit too loose around recording and posting. And then it kind of just started fading away from, from my mind. And so it hit me today. I am currently in Idaho on a little vacation with um, some friends. We're staying in a cabin literally in the middle of nowhere. I have seen one person this entire trip and it's because I took a walk and another woman was walking her dog. Um, So it's been like really great. We're driving home in two days, which is a 14 hour drive. Um, But I'm here in Idaho and I 
was feeling a little stuck for a few days. I was feeling as if my purpose needed a little bit of fine tuning. I was listening to Sahara Rose's podcast, who her new book is all about finding your dharma, your purpose. And I felt like something was missing from the balance of my life, which believe me, my career is exactly as I've always envisioned it with my podcast and my agency with OKSIS podcast and scouts agency. But I felt as if I was neglecting a part of myself, um, just in a creative sense. And I realized that that self-expression really was scout podcast. And so I have decided and don't uh, hold me to this. If I change this in a few months or in a few weeks, we'll see what serves me um, and my schedule and, and my creative flow the most. But I am going to be posting this podcast every Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, the reason I wanted to do two episodes a week is because I feel like these episodes are on the shorter side. Uh, I've always been really concise, especially in my writing. For example, uh, I always had problems writing really long short stories. They were always really short flash fiction. I just kind of say what I need to say very concisely. And so it makes sense that my solo podcast episodes are a lot shorter as well. They really run the gamut from 12 minutes to 25 minutes at the most. So I thought it would be a really good exercise for me to exercise my throat chakra twice a week with this podcast. So yes, every Tuesday and Thursday um, at 6 a.m. Eastern time, I'll post them, uh, you can expect a new Scout podcast. And you know, just seeing how it feels for me. Um, the last thing I want is this podcast to become, you know, another thing on my to-do list, but at the same token, I wasn't providing my space, providing myself a space to creatively express myself and my healing journey, um, very personally and intimately if I didn't have that structure and accountability surrounded by it. So, um, It is Tuesday today. I'm posting this on a Tuesday. So this is the first uh, episode that is on the schedule. Um, So if you haven't already subscribed, please do so and leave a little rating and review. Um, But today we're talking about rituals. So as 2020 has come and passed um, and with quarantine and staying home more, I have found myself really dipping into rituals and I kind of want to talk about the difference between routines and rituals. So um, Mads and I on OKSIS always talk about our routines and how we are big like morning routine people and we have a night routine and within those routines there are rituals. So a routine is really just a time of the day, a time frame, a schedule, you know I do this and then I do this and then I do this. Uh, to keep me kind of grounded. Um, So I I always kind of describe the routine as like the skeleton, like or or the uh, or the outline and the ritual as like the contents of the paragraph. Um, But the rituals that I'm going to talk to you about today don't necessarily have a specific time of the day attached to them. Some of them do, some of them don't. Um, They're just things that I go to when I feel I need a sense of nourishment, when I feel I need a sense of myself, when I need to come home to myself, when I need to ground myself, when I need to maybe step away from something that's overwhelming me or triggering me, um, or maybe in a positive light, I just want more of feeling happy or I want more of feeling grateful or I want more of feeling really in alignment. So I have found 
a plethora of rituals that help me feel certain ways throughout the day that I can pull on and exercise to either intensify a mood or to diffuse a mood or to invoke a mood. Uh, So I also find that having rituals is a really great way to stay present and mindful throughout your day. So, you know, when you employ a ritual, you're doing so very mindfully. You're recognizing that you would like to engage in that activity for X reason. And in doing so, the attention kind of focuses internally on you and you fit it into your day and you are very present because it is something you actively sought out to do that is not a necessary thing like showering or even skincare or, you know, exercising, etc. So I really feel as if rituals are the nourishment of your day. There are those little stopping points where you cheer yourself on or you give yourself a gift um, or you indulge in something that feels good for your soul. So during 2020 in quarantine, obviously my first thing was like, I have to get my routine down because I know Um, living with a mental illness and having so much anxiety a lot that if I don't have a routine, I get really ungrounded and I start to spiral. So I set up the new quarantine routine like pretty automatically and it really worked for me. Um, And then I was able to go past the routine and think about things that bring me joy throughout the day. So I am going to talk about all the different rituals that I employ on a daily basis to kind of root and ground me during the day. So one of my new most favorite rituals right now is drinking tea. I drink about two to four cups of tea a day. And um, depending on the time of the day that I drink them, they serve a different purpose for me. So um, in the middle of the day, when like, let's say afternoon, usually I feel as if I need a break or I just need to step away from my computer, or I need to just sit on my couch and be mindful, I'll go and make a cup of green tea. And in that cup of green tea, I put lemon, I squeeze half a lemon, I put apple cider vinegar, like two splashes of apple cider vinegar and turmeric. So in that, I am feeding my body with nutrients and feeling as if I'm doing something physically good for my body while also filling up my soul with that warm, warm, cozy feel of taking that first sip of tea. I have always been a coffee person and I love coffee, but coffee, the energy behind coffee is very much to get me going. Tea is to slow me down. It's to pause. It's to have a moment. It's to feel kind of nourished and filled up inside with cozy, cozy things. Um, It's just this really pure ritual that I have. Um, So in the afternoon, I'll do green tea. Um, I do have a cup of tea before night, which is part of my night routine, um, where I drink a sleepy time tea and put some honey in then. Um, So I I at least have two cups of tea, but anytime I just feel like I need a little bit of an extra break or a little bit more of a hug, I stop what I'm doing and I make a cup of tea. Um, And, you know, drinking the tea is is not exactly like it's not a really quick thing. It's not a two second or a few sips. It, It can last you 30 minutes. And so it gives you that chance to slow down and nourish yourself. And then additionally adding 
um, things that are good for your body, very detoxifying and immunity boosting, like lemon juice, apple cider vinegar, and turmeric, um, I feel as if I'm doubling up not only on my wellness game, um, but also kind of my, my soul game. So drinking tea is one of my favorite current rituals right now. One of my other favorite rituals is pulling cards. So I have three decks of cards right now. The one that I use the most frequently is Inner Compass. I highly recommend Inner Compass is a deck of cards that essentially, there's like a spiritual undertone to it, but it really is just the most rooted self-development, self-care, self-love, inner work deck of cards. Um, It has things like reminding you to to get into nature or it makes you reflect on potentially which emotions you're stifling and burying within yourself and how you can, um, in a healthy way, express those and get those out so that they don't remain stale and dormant within your body. Um, There's one that reminds you that maybe today's a good time to schedule alone time, me time. There's ones that remind you to celebrate. Uh, There's ones that remind you to trust the process of your life and the timing of your life and know that the universe is sorting things out perfectly for you. So the Inner Compass cards is um, a deck that I use uh, very often. Uh, I would say like every other day, if not every day, and I'll link um, these in the show notes. Um, so I highly recommend that deck of cards. It's very approachable for people who are not used to pulling cards, potentially think that's a little woo-woo. I think it really applies to, it can, it can hit home for most people, I believe. And friends that I've pulled cards for are totally taken aback at the accuracy and the intuitiveness of the deck. So, um, if I just need a quick pick me up in the middle of the day, if I'm feeling disconnected from myself or a little bit, my energy is a little bit chaotic, I'll just pull one card and I always ask the card just to show me what it believes I need to see the most. Um, So I really let the card decide the subject matter that needs to come to me. Um, So uh, I'll pick one. I'll pick one card. But sometimes in the morning, during my morning routine, if I'm feeling a little bit more connected and wanting to do some more deeper inner work in the morning, I'll pull three cards and have that kind of tell the story of my emotional journey that day, set the intention and the mood, um, and give me something a little bit to focus on. So other decks of cards that I have, which these are a little bit more woo-woo if you're into it, I have the Kuan Yin uh, deck and I have the Starseed Oracle deck. And those are when I want to get into my inner divinity goddess and talk about the cosmos and um, the Pleiadians and all the past life stuff. So those two I recommend if you are into the spiritual woo-woo topics. So another ritual that I employ throughout the day is grounding, which is when you take your shoes off and you walk outside either on dirt or grass. Um, If you live near the ocean, the beach is a great place to do this. Uh, Anything that constitutes nature. And I take my shoes off and I walk in my backyard on the grass and I feel that connection between the bottom of my feet and Mother Earth. And that just helps me get out of my mind, get out of myself, recognize the bigger picture at play. I look up at the sun and take in the sun. I look up at the sky, sorry, and take in the sun shine um, because I live in San Diego, so it's usually sunny. And I just take a moment to connect to nature and remember the bigger picture of what is holding me here on this earth, which is 
the nature of this planet. So it's a really great way I leave my phone inside. It's just a really quick disconnect from the stimuli of work, career, the internet, the society, all of the things. And it's really quick. I, I do five minutes, maybe 10. I just walk around, I take a few deep breaths, and I just feel my feet seeping into the ground, which makes me feel connected to the bigger picture at play. So another ritual that I love and employ constantly is going for a walk. And there's a difference between this because I actually power walk for um, for exercise. In the morning, I go for like a 30 to 45 minute power walk where I'm really exerting my body. But in the ritual sense, going for a walk is like a stroll. It's not even putting running shoes on. It's nothing. It's just getting a cup of tea, which I usually do. And I just go for a walk. I remember one night I was with my husband, we had just finished eating dinner and I was just feeling off. I was feeling anxious. I was feeling out of alignment. I wasn't feeling like myself and I, it was dark outside and cold. And I just said, Hey, do you want to go for a walk with me? And he said, yes. And we walked and it was lovely. It's just a way to move your body, a way to get out of the room environment that you're in, just to change up the scenery and what you're perceiving through your 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 eyes, your mind, your senses, and just going for a really brisk, aim, not sorry, not even brisk, a very calm, aimless walk. It could be around the block, it could be 20 minutes, it could be two miles, um, but going for a walk I find is such a great way to A, get yourself outside, B, get yourself out of a situation that you might be in, and C, just to spend some time with yourself or with a loved one. So walking has definitely been something that I discovered in quarantine since we were stuck inside so much. Walking was really the only activity that we could do that was safe and um, responsible. So I fell in love with walking, how it feels as if you just leave your shit in your home and just go baggage free, emotionally baggage free, or it gives you a great moment to talk it out with your partner, with your roommate, with a friend and to unravel potentially what's going on. You know, it's similar like when people talk on the phone, they pace. There's something about moving your body in a very calm and non, not intensive, you know, exertion way and just being able to unravel what it is that potentially uh, was, was troubling you. I also go for a walk when it's Sunday and I'm feeling really, really rested and having such a beautiful day connecting with my husband. And I just want us to get out into our neighborhood and walk around and, and slow down and leave our phones at home. So we have a little walking ritual every Sunday. My husband and I go for a walk. We leave our phones at home, um, which is a big one. And uh, we, I make some tea and we just walk. We have a nice little stroll together and sometimes we're silent. Other times we talk. Um, sometimes we're just dreaming of our future and plans and or if there's something on my mind, I can talk it through with him. So that's been one of my favorite rituals to do, not only to get myself out of a funk, but also to ground and improve or expand upon feeling grateful and loved and inspired. So walking in my, there's no, there's no wrong time or wrong mood to go for a walk with. So uh, that's definitely one of my favorites. So the last ritual I'm going to share with you guys um, 
is a little bit confusing to me that I would ever consider this a ritual because this is so unlike me and so off-brand for me, but Pilates has been an extremely, extremely nourishing ritual for me. So I have been doing like 20-minute Pilates sessions. Uh, I subscribe to Melissa Woodhealth. It's like $9.99 a month, and I have always hated working out. Like I could never stick to a plan. I And even when I did, it was like two or three months and then I would drop off. And in those two or three months, I never wanted to go to the class. I would always have to seriously, seriously talk myself into going. Um, and I dreaded it all the way to the gym, to the spin class, to the yoga class. And everyone said, you feel so good after. And I was just like, I feel so good because I'm fucking done, guys. Like, that's where I feel so good. And so working out has never been something that I've been able to stick to consistently, even though I feel as if I'm kind of the queen of consistency with everything else in my life. Hence why now I'm doing this podcast to Tuesdays and Thursdays, since I was like, I'm not being consistent, even in my inconsistent planning. Um, and so I, I just never worked out. I wrote it off. It wasn't for me. And then quarantine happened. And as I mentioned earlier, I started going for walks and those leisurely strolls turned into me going for leisurely strolls by myself in the morning, which then I started walking faster and started power walking and really enjoyed that as a form of movement. I would work up a sweat you know, my heart rate got up a little bit. And so I started really walking, like power walking for exercise. But that was really, it it was a ritual, but it was more exercise. It was like my morning exercise routine. And so I've kept up with that basically all year. Um, And then I felt talking with my coach, Amy Natalie, that I needed more movement uh, to help keep anxiety at bay and for my mental health. But I, I, I felt as if I'm just, it's just not me. I can't find a workout I like, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, um, until I tried Melissa Woodhealth. And the reason I love Melissa Woodhealth so much is that she has a library of content in her app where you can do 10 minutes, you can do 17 minutes, you can do 22 minutes, you can do 45 minutes. And so I felt as if, oh, I can in the middle of the day go outside and do 15 minutes. Like that I can do. There's really no excuse as to why you can't do that. And then it just, I fell in love with it and I don't even consider it exercising. I consider it the ritual of moving my body. And so I don't do it in a certain time frame. Like my power walk is always in the morning at 7.30. And so that feels very like exercise routine. But my Pilates is so much more of a ritual. I do it when I feel stagnant in the afternoon, when I feel... Um, I need just like a break from work or when I feel as if work's done and I kind of want to transition into uh, the rest of the evening, cooking dinner, etc. I'll go outside. I always do my Pilates outside. I bring my yoga mat outside and I do, I started doing 15 minutes. Um, Today I did 35 because I worked up to it. It's been a month of doing it. And so Pilates to me has been a ritual. It has not been part of my routine. I do it randomly. You know, I definitely think like, you know, I should be consistent with it. It is a ritual that one should be consistent with, you know, not like pulling cards. I can pull cards, you know, maybe I don't pull cards all week and then I pull them the next week and it's the same. This ritual 
is a little bit more or the benefits are more easily seen when consistent. So I definitely think like, oh, you know, I haven't done Pilates in a while and I put it on my radar to find a time that feels good for me. So keeping that time where it's just me, I put my phone away, I'm in my body is is a really beautiful time for me because I've lived my life mostly in my mind and in my head. That's been my problem is that I'm always in my fucking head. So in my mind. So the fact that I've been able to find these little 15 to 25 minutes where it's just about me being in my body has been such a beautiful ritual for me. So that is a little bit of the rituals that I employ today. I know they will change and evolve and things will get added in and things will be subtracted as as different circumstances begin to serve or not serve me. Um, but I wanted to come and talk about rituals because I think that there's obviously such an emphasis on routine and I am a huge routine person. I can come back on and give you my exact morning, afternoon, and night routine. But I think that sometimes we forget that we get to color our lives with rituals and that we get to fill our actions of our days with a little bit more meaning that come in the form of rituals. So if you're thinking that this is something that you want to kind of sprinkle into your day, you know, think of one thing that brings you joy. Think of one thing that helps you ground yourself. Think of one thing that makes you grateful or feel like you're giving yourself a warm hug and just try it out for a few days. Try figuring out where to put it in your schedule or just consciously in the morning say, today I'm going to make a cup of tea when it feels good and allow that moment to come to you. I think that rituals are, it's a really beautiful way to, I don't want to say pastime because we're not living to pastime. I think we're living to to feel time and to be present for time. And rituals is a really, really great way great way to connect with that. So I hope you enjoyed this and I will see you on Thursday. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Scout Sobel where I write uh, long captions about my healing process or about things that inspire me or the beauty, the beauty I see in the world that I want to capture and write out. And if you enjoyed this podcast, I would super appreciate a review. Uh, those always make my day. And yeah, I hope you have a beautiful day and I will catch you on Thursday.